I turned to face Ken as he shut the door and asked, What's going on here, Ken? What sort of game are you and Terrence playing? Has Terrence called you lately? No. He told me there was something he wanted me to come and get from you, which is why I came. But I don't like this merry-go-round type of game that's going on. I need to know what's happened if anything has happened. Some things have happened, Erica. But it ain't your fault, and you might find that hard to believe. He gestured at me to sit down, which I did, taking my handbag off my shoulder and propping it on my thigh. I'm owed an explanation, Ken. I haven't spoken to Terence for two days. I haven't called him, and he hasn't called me. Have you been to his apartment? No, I haven't. Why? I'm going to tell you a bit of what Terence told me, Ken said. But the other bit is stuff I pieced together myself. Terence isn't coming back. What? I felt like someone had suddenly punched my face. That's what he told me to tell you. My guess is he's too ashamed to tell you himself. He's locked up his apartment, a moving company is supposed to arrive today, to begin packing his stuff. It's so sudden, he's already squared things with his landlord to get compensated for the remaining months, before his ten expires. My God. Why? He told me he found some better opportunity in Florida and chose to take it. But that's what he told me, I swear. I reclined my elbows on my knees and ran my fingers through my hair. My worst dreams were suddenly a reality. I shouldn't have been surprised, yet I wasn't hurt, too. This was something I'd feared wasn't true, except it was. I felt devastated and hurt. But why couldn't? Why couldn't I just tell me? I pleaded. I don't know. But if you ask me, his going away thing seemed too sudden. That's my bit. I fished out my phone and dialed Terrence. I got nothing but his voicemail. That added further pain to my frustration. Why is he being so cowardly and not wanting to answer the phone? Ken shrugged as if to say, I should have figured this part out already. Well, I guess the cookie has crumbled, I returned my phone to my handbag and got up. Looks like there's nothing worth doing about it. Thanks for everything, Ken. He walked me to his door, but stopped me as I was about to leave. I'm gonna feel like an asshole saying this, Erica, but if maybe you still need a good time. If you get horny or otherwise. Give me a call. My door's always open. My mind was still in a cluster, and I couldn't decide what to say, instead, I nodded and walked away. My feet seemed to drag as I exited the building, got into my car, and then drove off. I stopped at a red light traffic and was looking ahead, but my thoughts were elsewhere. I didn't realize when the light turned green until vehicles irritably blew their horn at me, and then I quickly got into gear and turned right. It occurred to me that I had taken the wrong route to head home. But after noting that thought, it was followed by another more pleasant than returning home to simmer in my heartache. I switched gears and drove steadily, not bothering to make a call to announce my impending visit. I knocked on his door and waited. 
A woman's voice informed me to enter, and I did. A blonde woman occupied a corner table with a computer in front of her with a lit cigarette in her hand. I assumed her to be his secretary, except she looked too classy to be one, unless I was mistaken. Hi, the blonde woman smiled. May I help you? I'd like to see Thaddeus Black. Have you an appointment? Not really, no, but he's aware of me, you can tell him it's Mrs. Erica Tennyson. The blonde stood up, placed her cigarette on an ashtray, and approached Thaddeus' office door. She knocked before entering and was back seconds later, smiling wilder than previous. Mr. Black will see you, she opened the door for me. I thanked her and went inside. Thaddeus rose from behind his desk to welcome me. He wore a white shirt with suspenders and a tie. He exuded an aura of raw masculinity as he approached, the perfect antidote to what I was feeling. It's nice to see you again, Erica, he kissed my cheek, then stepped back to appraise me better. Looking sexy and gorgeous for a Tuesday, he added. You might say, except I don't feel like it, I replied. I know this visit is impromptu, and I'm sorry I didn't call to let you know I was coming. You're here, and that's all that matters, he led me to a chair and propped himself on his desk. You're looking gloomy today. Everything good? I wish I could say. That's a pretty secretary you've got there, I indicated at his door. Sarah's been with me a while, she's helped immensely more than I can commend her. But she's feisty when she wants to be. How feisty are we talking about? If you want me to be candid, I will. She loves to fuck, and goes crazy whenever I bust a nut. I laughed. My God, isn't there a woman you won't want to stick your dick into? I can't help it if a woman loves bad boys with a huge cock, can I? Like with you, you look like you can use some good dick right now. Really? Can you tell just from looking at me? Not only looking at you, I can smell it on you. You look like you had a bad day, nothing cures bad days than a good fuck. Yeah, you're probably right. How about that back room of yours from last time? Is it still available? Let's go find out. Thad took my hand and led me out of his office. Look after things for me, Sarah, he told his secretary. I'll be back in a bit. I glanced at Sarah and caught a knowing smile on her face as he opened his door and ushered me outside, she knew damn well what was up. Thad ushered me to the same back room as last time. Nothing about the room had changed except for the sheets. I wonder who else you brought here since the last time I was here, I remarked as I dropped my handbag on a chair and started removing my clothes. Would it surprise you if I said that ain't nobody been here since? That answered as he, too, was busy taking off his suspenders. But I won't expect you to believe me. The answer I wanted to hear was whether that matters, I said. Damn right, it don't. He unbuttoned his shirt and then came at me. You're here, and that's what fucking matters. I wrapped my arms over his shoulders as we kissed. My jeans hung loosely around my waist, Thaddeus slipped his hands under my backside to grab my ass. He helped me out of my remaining clothes, 
and then I lay on the bed waiting for him to rid himself of his, his cock stood cocksure and ready. He came onto the bed, and I handled his pipe with my mouth while he reached over and caressed my pussy underneath my panties. I moaned while he slipped his fingers beyond my vulva, stirring my sexual imagination. Thoughts of Terence had already fled my mind the longer I sucked his cock, attacking it with eager pleasure. I rolled his testicles in my mouth and lay on my back while he straddled my face. Thad slipped my panties down my thighs, and I wiggled them off my legs so he could sixty-nine me. He wrapped his arms under my butt and fingered my scrotum while lapping his tongue on my clitoris. My excitement surpassed my feverish mark. It wasn't enough for me to suck his cock anymore. I wanted him inside my cunt terribly. Thaddeus came off my face, and I adjusted myself on the bed, ready for him to bring that black dick home. Thad knelt between my thighs and rubbed his prick's head against my clit, stirring my horniness further as I helplessly squirmed. You're going to give me that dick now, or you want me waiting till November? Funny, I thought November's still far down the road, he quipped. Give me that black dick, you fucking fool, I groaned impatiently. He edged closer and gave it to me, and it was beautiful. Thad jerked his cock inside me. Each stroke seemed to open my cunt wide, compelling me to absorb more pleasure than I could handle, I could almost feel his prick easing beyond my cervix, tunneling its way towards my heart. The feeling was immensely pleasurable, and I wanted more. I caressed Thad's arms up to his torso, which seemed to expand as he thrust inside me. His face grew darker and more enhanced each time he exhaled. He fell on me, and I wrapped my arms and feet over him, enshrining him like a cocoon of love. This is what I've been wanting all day, I murmured as I caressed the back of his neck and back to his shoulders. Thad lifted his face, and we kissed passionately while our bodies steadily grounded against each other. I inhaled his breath as he did mine, it felt like a grounded union. There was a light tap on the door, and it eased open to reveal his secretary. Sarah slipped into the room, eased the door close, and then stood there observing us. I looked at her past Thad's shoulders, she looked at me and waved shyly before coming to occupy the chair. She lifted her skirt and inserted her hand into her panties while Thaddeus continued to jerk into me harder and harder. My moans grew flippantly wild. Thad returned to his kneeling position, propped my feet over his shoulders, and grunted while slamming into me. Each thrust felt like a gloved fist rammed into my gut. It hurt like it was supposed to, but in its wake was a quelling sense of pleasure. Sarah left the chair and came to Thaddeus's side. Thad turned to her, and they kissed lengthy while he maintained his pace. I figured you'd want some dick too, Thad told his secretary. You know me well, boss, she said. Why let everyone else have all the fun except me? Thad pulled out and got me to turn around. At the same time he was fucking me from behind, Sarah was getting out of her clothes, leaving each item on the floor beside mine. She came onto the other side of the bed and played with my tits while Thaddeus kept fucking me hard, he gripped my waist and forced me backwards to hammer home his cock. I lowered my face onto the bed and gripped the sheets, 
groaning from the mounting pleasure and pain. I overheard Sarah urging me to take that dick. Keep taking it. And somewhere amid my delirium, I muttered that I was taking it. I was taking the dick. Thaddeus let me go, and then Sarah assumed my former position. I lay on my back and watched them while massaging my pussy, feeling smoke curl out from the bout of fucking I had just endured. Sarah smiled at me, but her smile became a rictus of pain and lust as she began suffering the brute pounding from her boss. Thaddeus oozed sweat and manliness out of his pores. He gritted his teeth and his face curled into a mask of strength as he further distilled his power. He upped his pace and fucked his secretary harder. I came and lay beside Sarah, allowing her to suck on my tits while she moaned aloud her lust. Thad pulled out of her and hurriedly returned to me. He fucked me hard and fast this time, I luxuriated in the feel of his balls slapping my butt faster. I could feel his prick expanding in my cunt and knew he was seconds from reaching his moment. Come inside me, babe, I moaned while squeezing my eyes shut from the onslaught of his cock. Oh fucking give it to me, babe. Thaddeus tensed against me, and seconds later, I, too, tensed and lifted my feet above his elbows as he ejaculated inside me. I screamed from the sudden rush and could barely clench, my toes or more, come flooded my cunt. Sarah waited for Thad to retrieve his prick before sticking her face between my legs as I gradually returned to earth from the clouds. I felt like a completely different woman by the time I left Thaddeus for home, smiling, proud behind my sunglasses. Thank you for enjoying this podcast episode. Check out my published books, like Mary's Addiction, the Merry Wives of Master Shango, and lots of others all available on my website, DamienDiesel.com. You can also find them on Amazon, including Barnes and Noble. Subscribe to my Substack, that's Shango1615 at Substack.com, where you'll find more erotic stuff you can enjoy. Listen to this episode and other wild erotic cuckold tales on Shango's Zone podcast on Spreaker, Apple Podcast, Spotify and elsewhere. Once again, don't forget to visit my website, DamienDiesel.com, to check out my books, blog, and also to participate in my forum. Take good care of yourself, and goodbye for now.